Happy Turkey Week, Fourth and Short family. That's right. This is the week that you get to focus on being grateful. And Matt, I just want you to know that I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful that both of us get to talk about football on this great week. And I'm thankful that hashtag FireMattCanada is back on. Welcome to the Fourth and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason and Matt. The only reason that the hashtag Fireman Canada left was to play the Packers. So let's go ahead and just settle that down. It never left. It just kind of got paused for a second. And then you went, oh, and then hit play on it again. Yeah, lest lest we forget who uh, was calling plays for the Steelers offense we were reminded on Sunday and so um I I don't have to be angry at you and your Packers anymore for making us forget that two weeks ago okay 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 fine let's lead with this I'm gonna bring this up is Matt Canada the problem or is Kenny Pickett part of the problem I think it's just a culmination of the two honestly if you get rid of Matt Canada is that also gonna make Kenny Pickett good no I don't think it is but well, I'll, I'll say that just a moment. I'm, I'm the short. I got to see one highlight reel. On, well, I one that I tagged you in, and that's all of Kenny Pickett's throws of plus whatever it was, 10 yards that he made in that game, and they were pretty much all atrocious. Second is I saw another single tweet. I'm overreacting to two tweets here, folks. Let's go ahead and just call it what it is, but I'm just going to be honest. The other one was Kenny Pickett. They motioned a guy to give, I think it was George Pickens, one-on-one on on the bottom of the screen. So one-on-one, and they needed like eight yards for a first down. So they got the single one-on-one matchup. And then they hiked the ball, and then he does not throw down that way. I mean, you had your one-on-one. Instead, he dumps it off short, and the play goes for uh, a swing pass for like a yard. So I just want to know if Kenny Pickett is part of this issue, or if it is just pure Matt Canada. Welcome into the 4th and Short, week 11 edition. It is, again, as we said, <laughs> Turkey Week. Jason is dodging question. I'm going to answer it. Just give me a second. I'm Jason is being a in. turkey. Jason I is being a I already welcomed them in. We talk, we're, we're getting right into it. They don't want to hear you welcoming. They want to know. They want to hear. Okay, Does, all right, here. Then I'll say it, all right? want, I represent the people. It people want to know if Kenny Pickett is the problem. He is not the problem. He is a part is of the problem. Is he a problem? He is a problem, yes. And Ooh. I've never disagreed with that. Okay, well, I've, I've never heard you say it, though. All I've ever heard is Fire Matt Canada. Fire Matt Canada. I've never okay, heard. You know why Kenny I say Pickett Fire Matt Canada? Is because we've never, we, while Kenny Pickett is part of the problem this year, for sure. I mean, he has, since October 1st, the same amount of passing touchdowns as Anthony Richardson, who last played on October 5th. That's two. Two passing touchdowns in almost two months. So that certainly, by that metric, he's a part of the problem, okay? But I will still, especially for a player who's only in his second year in the NFL, put the majority of the blame on a coaching staff 
I think most of it is the offensive coaching staff with Matt Canada, but I think some of this has to apply to Mike Tomlin. And I love Coach T. I will never, I, I don't, I would not be one of the ones that would call for his firing. However, however, if while Kenny Pickett is Tomlin, a part of the problem lately on the field this year, we can't say that long term he is a bad NFL quarterback because we don't know. And we probably will never know, unfortunately. Uh, for, you know, on Kenny Pickett's behalf and his defense, he was coming into probably a lose-lose situation. I mean, you're coming into a team that has had, obviously, the drop-off in the last few oh. years. But before that, stellar Hall of Fame-level quarterback play. Well, not that, but you've also had good wide receivers. Kenny Pickett hasn't had a good wide receiver since he you know joined your team. You guys have just had no, I, I think I think it's an, uh, and, I think we're uh, we're seeing an amalgamation of problems here. But I still cuz I mean it it all comes back to coaching in the NFL. Certainly you can't coach talent. And so if Kenny Pickett just legitimately does not have the talent to play in the NFL, that's fine, but I I still don't know if we can definitively say yay or nay on that because of Matt Canada's coaching. I mean, he's never proven that he could have success in the NFL. So why why are we can you know why why are we thinking that he's going to with a rookie when I watch when I watch Green Bay, I can see that there is long term potential and they just need to keep working in the system and eventually this is going to click. Do you see the same with the offense for the Steelers or is there just no, no hope? Burn it all down. No. I don't, I don't, it's predictable. It's as you said, they don't take shots. They don't ever give Kenny Pickett, whether, whether he can't see it and this is on him. I mean, we're never going to know that's, that's the unfortunate part because they're not going to come out and say, we didn't call a play for the middle of the field or down the field, or Kenny didn't see it or didn't choose to take that read, but he hardly ever throws downfield, especially now. Um, he doesn't throw over the middle of the field. Like you said, it's just short little dump offs. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like we're Look, watching I saw Ben one tweet, in his last and in year. In that one tweet, it was on him. Yes, there was pressure coming. I get it. But he still could have, you know, popped it up for, uh, oh, I agree. Dickens in that one on one that was created. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't know, but I, I think that's got to happen in coaching throughout the week. It's not going to happen in the speed of the game. What did I say last week? I said this was a first sure win for the Browns, and it was. Yeah. Now it's closer know. than I, I thought it was going to be. Look, look, look. Okay. Look, I, the Browns won. Okay. The Browns won because they have a fantastic defense. Um, yep. But, I mean, if they don't make a stop at the end of the game, and, and I'll give them credit, they made a stop when they needed to, but this was a 13 10 game. I mean, I was calling six to three especially when we heard that Dorian Thompson-Robinson was going to be starting for the Browns. Oh, did you, you know? hear who the, the Browns just signed to their practice squad? Yeah, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Golly. Okay, but what if but Joe Flacco's got to be better than DTR? Or DRT? Was it DRT? Coming off DTR? his couch? I don't think so. Well, he can see the game. I don't know. I just want you to Joe know. Joe Flacco was I want you to know this is not Joe Flacco. This is Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. Let's go ahead and put a little respect oh, on his name. Oh, stop it. Okay? Stop this was it. highest paid quarterback in the NFL, Joe Flacco. 
So poo-pooing oh. him and booing him. I want you to put respect on that man's name. Poo-poo and boo Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was the epitome of a quarterback getting carried by his defense. What, what are they asking him to do now? Get carried no, by the yeah, defense. I'm not, I, I'm not saying that he's going to be worse than what they have now, but don't let's not make it out that he's the second coming of Joe Montana to the Browns. Yeah, who is the second coming of Joe Montana? Apparently Brock Purdy, because he's the first person since Joe Montana to have a perfect passer rating for the uh, 49ers. Brock Purdy's anyway. looking pretty good. He's looking pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, that's right. that's a little again. freebie. A little freebie. A little freebie commentary there. Uh, right. Okay. The Browns still look good. Uh, they're doing what they need to do. I think people need to watch out for the Browns. I said it. I said they, they're going to win that division. Or that, uh, yeah, that division. And they may even win that conference. Who knows? We'll see. Now, oh, I'm going to hold on. That's I'm going to also now contradict what I just said. Well, not contradict it, but also say that they need to watch out for the Broncos because the Broncos are now uh, four straight wins over the last four games. And the Broncos yeah. are actually looking pretty decent right now. Hey, hey. Anyway, we also need to talk about the rest of that division because on Thursday night, we had the Ravens take on the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Ravens ended up winning. It looked like it was going to be a good game. Then Joe Burrow got hurt, and then it ended up not being a good game. Uh, did you hear yeah. how long Joe Burrow was out for, did they say? He is done for the year. Oh, Burrow's done for the year. He is done for the Mark year. Andrews was done for the year. He's done for the year, too. Yeah, okay, well, both of them. there we go. Both of them are done for the year. So we had a little segment last week about this time before the Bills played. And I said that if the Bills lost, that they would not make the playoffs and the Bengals would. That's what I said. You did. The Bills lost last week. You did. They won this week. And now this happened to Joe Burrow. So almost by default, unfortunately, my take is going to be wrong. But if Joe Burrow had not gotten hurt, you could have taken that take to the bank. Anyway. All right, comments on the, the, the Bengals-Ravens. What's your takeaway from this game and how it shapes up the NFC North or AFC North? Okay, let me ask you this, because I, I don't know what to think about the Bengals. Obviously, Burrow's done for the year. T. Higgins is in and out of the lineup with injury. They, they brought in, speaking of this, who? Tim Browning. I mean, who, or Jake Browning. Who even is Jake that? Browning. I have no clue. Um. I mean, thank, thankfully, for 90 well, or that didn't help that much. He threw a touchdown to or Jamar touchdown. Chase towards the end in garbage time. They got to get somebody else. Agent McCarron's on their practice squad. Again, like the Flacco, I don't know if that helps. He's got NFL experience, so maybe that's that's where you, you know, that that's the difference maker there. Roll Tide! That's right. Um, but, I mean, dumb Alabama. Like, like we're talking about with the Bills, Okay, there are so many teams. I mean, at five and five, the Bengals are still in the playoff picture. The Bengals, but this is just it, though. The Bengals can't play Browns football. I'm sorry, you can't. I agree. I agree. You've got uh, Joe Mixon, and you have to play good defense at this point with whoever the heck this Browning fella is. If he's the, the quarterback, the Bengals are not. They can't be the Browns. The Browns are no, the Browns. and I don't not think they're going to. Like I, I think at this point, like you're saying, I think the Browns are pretty much in the playoffs unless 
things just go to pot when they play better competition, you know, other than the Steelers. I mean, because right now they're a full game up in the wild card standings. They're only a half game behind the 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 Ravens in the division. So, I mean, the Steelers, like I said, I don't think the Steelers make the playoffs. Certainly. Everybody knows. I know I'm a Steelers fan. We have been playing out of our minds and have been the luckiest sons of guns in the NFL this year. Okay. They're not making the playoffs. So the Bengals then have to compete with the aforementioned Bills, the Colts, who are not going to make the playoffs. I mean, again, the Colts are about as lucky as the Steelers. The Broncos is a possibility. Their defense is playing really well, and the offense is actually clicking now, so they're they're interesting. Um, And the Texans, who are a game up on them. So I think, I think, theoretically, those five teams, four teams, I'm not going to count the Colts, Bills, Texans, Broncos, Bengals are probably playing for those last two wildcard spots. And if that's the case, then Cincinnati definitely needs to think about finding something. If they think they're going to make the playoffs with Jake Browning, they're sadly no, mistaken. That's what, that's and maybe what I'm they're saying. just not they worried are not about going it. to make the playoffs with him. Okay. Mm-mm. I no. crazy as this statement sounds, I would see the Broncos over the Bengals to get into the playoffs. Right now? Obviously, as we stand. I, yeah, as we stand. As we stand. Yes. Purely because of the problem at quarterback. The, the Bills were purely held afloat by the fact that Joe Burrow is really good and he can make that offense work even when it has a trash offensive line and they're going to get sacked like crazy. He could still make it work. No longer do they have a guy in there that can make this work. You know, you, you take Patrick Mahomes off the, the Chiefs and they're all of a sudden a very mediocre team. Because of that, the Broncos, as crazy as it sounds, Give them their props. They have been playing good football recently. The Broncos are more likely to make it than the Bengals. The Steelers absolutely will fall out. The Bills will go up and in. And then I don't see, I guess, the Texans falling out because I would take the Texans right now over the Colts, over the Broncos, over the Bengals, over the Raiders, over the Chargers. I agree. The Jets are still in the playoff hunt at four and six. I know. There's so many teams. Yeah. I mean, it's just a cluster. Wow. It's crazy in the AFC. All right, so let's just put a bow on the on the Broncos while we're talking about this right now. They've won four straight. They're playing really well. Their defense, since being embarrassed by the Dolphins and giving up 70 points, has really turned things around. I mean, if you cut that game out, they've had a great... They're a top NFL defense besides the game that they decided just not to show up in. So let me ask you, because you were a Nathaniel Hackett apologist, and I'm not saying... I'm not saying, but I might be saying because the Jets, and I know it's Aaron Rodgers that there's so there's so much speculation that you could throw into what could have been if he'd have had Aaron Rodgers. I will take no criticism of Nathaniel Hackett because he's got freaking Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has torpedoed every single person who's ever tried to be offensive coordinator for him. Okay. Like All right. But then let me ask it, you this it's okay. Zach freaking Wilson, dude. Hey, Tim Boyle, I'm not going to argue with you there. Tim Boyle was a Packer, and we had some crazy moments with Tim Boyle. So I believe in Tim Boyle. Let's go, Tim freaking Boyle. <laughs> okay, so Look, I'm not going to argue with you the, with the his New York lack Packers. of success with the Jets. The New York Packers, Nathaniel Hackett, Adrian Amos, uh, 
Tim Boyle, Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, Billy Turner, all these people went, like the entire Green Bay organization just went to the Jets. I heard rumors this uh, this week that they're going to pursue Devontae, Devontae in the offseason. I heard about that too. I heard about Not that surprising. Too. Okay, well then let me ask you this because I'm not going to argue with you that you can't. I can't. We cannot put all the blame on him for the Jets. Can you just... imagine Aaron Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson? <laughs> my goodness! Oh my goodness! What an offense! What um, an offense! Until but this is what I want to say. So the offensive personnel for the Denver Broncos from last year to this year did not change that much, especially the key star players, and yet they are. They're actually scoring, looking competent. So, I mean, oh well. I mean, if you're trying that? to if you're trying to compare, well, okay, well, let's pump the brakes there. First of all, that second year of uh, acclimating to all your teammates and whatnot for uh, Russell Wilson, but also Sean Payton is going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Okay, I'm not going to say that Nathaniel Hackett is a Hall of Fame coach. Obviously, Sean Payton is the better coach than Nathaniel Hackett. I'm okay. not saying that at all. I'm just okay. saying to throw all that blame on Nathaniel Hackett and saying he's the reason for everything was highly misguided. And I'll continue okay. to be Nathaniel Hackett apologist. All right. I'll let you be that Nathaniel don't take Hackett out of here. I'll all right. To be so we talked about the AFC North. Should we switch over to the NFC North? So we can. Uh, I don't have too too much to say about this game other than Packers Twitter needs to calm the heck down because we win one game and all of a sudden they're sitting there doing that meme of so you're saying there's a chance because now all of a sudden Green Bay is on the bubble looking in at four and six we got lucky because the Vikings lost and they're now sitting at six and five so technically, we're only two games out for that wild card spot. Obviously, you're, you're Dallas isn't falling seed. out. Seattle and the Vikings are only two games away, so we could get one of those uh, those wild card spots. Now, to calm down all the Packers' Twitter in the dumb, crazy places they're going, our next game is on Thanksgiving against. The Lions. <laughs> you know who we get after that? The Kansas City Chiefs. So Ooh. we're about to go zero and two over the next two games. If now, the if the if the Lions beat, I'll tell you what. If the Packers somehow beat both the Lions and the Chiefs, I will let everybody listening to this show build me a Subway sandwich, a twelve. A foot long, twelve inch Subway sandwich. You pick what goes on it, and I will eat the whole thing. Oh, you can put everything the heck you want great. on that sandwich, and I Everybody will eat that thing. Think good thoughts for the Packers. Think good thoughts for the Packers this Thanksgiving. My While you're chewing on your turkey, happen. this is the safest. Wish this good is thoughts. The safest bet I've ever made in my life. Well, well, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for this, the Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. I mean, the Lions could have lost this weekend. They were down big. Jared Goff. Jared Goffel. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? Um, Yes. The Bears do still suck. They were up. They had like a 98% chance of winning until the last three minutes. And all of a sudden. What was it? What was it? Two scores in like two minutes? Yeah. They're just. Take the lead. 
crazy. Bears are awful. Yeah, that being they're, said, they're I don't think I think the Bears are actually the third best team in that division right now. The record doesn't show still it. Still holding to that? The Bears the, the the record doesn't show it, but I think they no, actually are. Uh, Look, no, the Packers should have lost this game. If the Chargers weren't the Chargers, the Packers would have <laughs> lost. They okay. had like all right. two two touchdowns dropped. They were drove all the, way Allen, down, and then all the way down. Quinn yeah. Johnson. They drove all the way down to the 10-yard line, and then uh, Eckler fumbles. They shot themselves in the foot. Believe and me, I Packers am well just aware to win. of the foibles of the Los Angeles Chargers because that cost me a fantasy matchup. That's neither here nor there. But Brandon Staley, I texted you this yesterday, and, and no offense to the Packers and, and, and maybe none taken because they are the worst team in that division. Brandon Staley should have been fired last night. The man but what, should be gone. What are you going to do? Right? Okay, so here's – I'm going to say two things. I'm going to disagree with you and then agree with you. I disagree with you because the, what do you want Staley, Staley to do? Go out there and catch Kenyon's Allen, drop balls? Like, what do you want him no. to do? Run out I, of field you're right. Wide you're receiver? right. You're right. Now I'm going to bash him and agree with you. Something in that team and that culture needs to change. They can't have some passive little guy like him sitting there leading that team. They need someone who's going to come in like a Dan Campbell and say, we are not going to suck anymore. Like the culture of suck lives with the Chargers. Yeah, there's they, a like, reason. It's like they know. They know they're going to fall apart. Yeah, they just it's a it. reason. It's a verb. I mean, it's it's not yeah. cliche to say, unless it, it is a cliche. And Look, it's a cliche to charge her something away. Eventually, there's always a regression to the mean, right? You can lose a bunch of games close and just get unlucky, but eventually you're also going to win some close games and regress to the mean. That was exactly what we said about the Vikings last year when they were winning all those games really close. We said they're going to regress to the mean, and sure enough, they did right at the end of the season, and then they got stomped in the playoffs. Eventually, if they lose this many close games, you should see, well, a progression to the mean where they should start winning some close games eventually, but they don't, which means it's a culture problem, which means that boy needs to get out of there. I wholeheartedly agree. Speaking of the Vikings. Also, hold on. Can I bash one more thing? Christian oh, Watson, you are still the softest receiver in the whole freaking <laughs> NFL. Yes, I realize you had one touchdown catch, but it's only because there wasn't a person within five yards of you. So, yes, you're soft. Anyway, also, oh, Green Bay's wide man. receivers, Wicks, Reed, and Dobbs, those are going to be three, and Musgraves. Those four are going to be lights out in, like, three years. Give them three yeah. more years, two to three years. Those boys are just going to torch the NFL. So, Is there any update on Aaron Jones? Not that I've heard, no. I, I Packers Twitter has been quiet about that one. Hmm. He's, man, he's had a rough go of it this year. Yeah, he has. When he comes in, he carries the whole offense, but he's been banged up quite a bit. We Is he a free agent after this year? Uh, Check. I'm not sure. Not sure. I say pay that man whatever he wants, and he's obviously not going to be as good as he is right now, but that dude has done anything Green Bay has asked him to do, and he is a class act. So as far as I'm concerned, he could have the bank. Yeah, yeah, tie him up. Let him be a Packer for life. Okay. All right, you want to talk about Minnesota for a second and the rest of that? Okay, wrap up that we talk about the pastronaut. Uh-huh. Came down to earth. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, So... Like we've been talking about, Denver did win. They've now won four in a row. They beat uh, Dobbs, the Pastronaut. Do you guys know why they call him the Pastronaut? 
Explain to it. Explain to the people. Okay, they call him the Pastronaut because he has a degree in something like rocket science, and he did something for NASA and he worked with them for a little bit, uh, and now he's obviously a QB, so he passes the ball, so he's the Pastronaut. There we go. We got to figure it out. There you go. He's the Pastronaut. All right. We well, the the Pastronaut led Vikings they lost to the Denver Broncos. Uh, They've Russell Wilson has finally been cooking. He finally looks good. Uh, I mean, he, he only threw for 259 yards. I say only, but I mean, he's doing a Russell Wilson is currently doing a good job. He's looking like the Russell Wilson that he looked like when they when yes. he came from Seattle. He, like they were okay. expecting. We've at least he's reached the baseline like where he looks competent again. Yes. Yes. So, and they're doing this without any run game at all. Like their run game is atrocious. But yes, they've been they've been making they've been making it work. They've been playing good defense, and Russell Wilson is starting to look like Russell Wilson, and that's a recipe for success. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I why, mean, that's it's, why I, I it's put a good them in story. the playoff. I put yep. them in the playoff contention, man. Like, oh, they're they there have... already. We'll see what. Yeah, happens well, they are, but I mean, they're teams. not they're not like close, close. They're a couple games out, aren't they? Hold on, let me go yeah. Back to this. Uh yeah, they're five and five and seven and threes or uh seven yeah seven and threes where the Steelers. All right, are. so let's let's do a quick uh check up on the the oh, Broncos. Sorry, the Steelers are six and four. Excuse me. Yes, playing, we are somehow. They played the Browns, uh, who are seven and three. Yeah, let's do a let's do a quick check up on the Broncos' schedule coming up. They play the Browns right. this Sunday. They'll lose that one, but it's gonna be close. Yeah, they they actually have a tough road to finish out the year. Honestly. They have a chance. So, they have a chance. They have a the chance. If they can win these games and get in, I now, would honestly I be scared to play them. I don't think that their offense is good enough to beat the Browns. The Browns defense is too good, and it's going to be another – it's going to be like another 13-10 game. Browns Possibly. It is in mile high, so that, that does help. I mean, those Browns will still win. Yeah, but every – I mean, I, look, say what you will about home field advantage playing in Denver. That's a home field advantage. It is. It is. So we'll see what happens. Uh, they play the Texans in Houston. Ooh, then the Chargers lost. in L.A. That's the win. Then the Lions in Detroit. Ooh. So three straight road games. Well, regression to the mean. They've won four yeah, in a row. And they, <laughs> then, they then they finish with the Patriots, Chargers, and Broncos – or Raiders, excuse me. Well, like it'd be a good rip right there at the end. They can rip off three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's definitely going to be their push because the charge, the second Chargers game is at home for them. So we'll see. What's what the Steelers' schedule coming up? Uh, let's check that out. Um, I mean, are we are we thinking that it's going to be you know the difference between Steelers and Broncos? I mean, obviously, I'm not. Okay. So, well, well, my point is that you guys are six and four right now. Can you eke out enough games to sneak in? Is my question. All right, Bengals. You could win that one. Cardinals, you can win that one. Patriots, you can win that one. Colts, you can win that one. Bengals again, you can win that one. Seahawks, fifty-fifty. Ravens loss. There is enough games, easy games left on your schedule that you guys can eke into the playoffs. Now you're gonna get destroyed once you get into the playoffs. But you can eke into the playoffs with that schedule. Yeah. Somebody asked me what the best case scenario was for the Steelers. And honestly, I mean, if I'm being honest, best case scenario, you lose out. I mean, I, yeah. Because I mean, at this point, they're still playing over their heads. If we get into the playoffs, it'll be like a, what, that one year we got in with Ben and 
his uh-huh. what, second you, to last got, year. And well, got you guys were like 13 and three that year. Then you went in there and got slaughtered, demolished by the Chiefs, by the Browns, yeah. right? Was that the, the Browns, Browns year? Yeah, the Browns beat you guys that year. I don't. I, I, I think then that the year after the Browns. Okay, I, I remember. What, yes, Kevin Stefanski yes. should be in the talks for Coach of the Year. That man is. If they make the work. playoffs, yes, I, I, think, I think. I still I, think, I think Demico Ryan is this the like guy. Last year, or last week, or the week before that, he should be in talks for Coach of the Year because he lost his starting quarterback, lost his starting running back, and the dude's still making it work. I, I'll. I will not argue with you. He's top three for me. To me, it's still Demico Ryan's. I, I just with what he's doing oh, with CJ Stroud. One more thing about I wanted to say about that Ravens. Uh, so did you hear that they're going to try and ban the hip drop tackle? So what happens is, oh yeah, uh, this came over from rugby, I think, or maybe it it's already banned in rugby, I believe. But they grab the guy's hips and then they fall on his leg, mm-hmm. so that basically I've got you weighted down by your hips and I fall on your leg and there's nothing you can do to step out of it, and so obviously you get tackled. Well, the problem is, is it blows up your legs and your lower extremities, which is obviously what happened to Mark Andrews. So they're actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they ban that mid season. Yeah. They're going to ban that. They're, they're, so one offensive play, one defensive play, tush, push and hip tackle. No, don't ban the tush, push. That's stupid. I don't think they should, but I think they no. will. Why? Because it's too good. Oh no. Yeah. What's oh, the no. NFL? When have they ever done something that's smart? All right. Before we move on to two minute warning, uh, let's just mention the state of affairs at the quarterback position in the city of New York. Um, I want to talk about, I got a note on that. All right, look, go for it. I will not apologize for anything that I've said about Danny dimes. That man was a colossal waste of money and he sucks. Okay. <laughs> I will not apologize for that, but I will give props to the, the, the Detroit Lions, wow, to the New York Giants when they deserve props. And I'm giving Tommy DeVito props for how he has played. Did you know that the uh, Giants have not had a 300 or three touchdown passes in a game since 2019? It's been almost four years. Tommy DeVito gets it done. That man's cooking. I say, give him all that money that you so stupidly (laughs) paid Danny Dimes. Tommy you DeVito, want to call him Danny Dimes? His... You want to call him Danny Dimes? Not because he goes out there and throws good passes, because he robbed the Giants. That's why I call oh, him Danny there Dimes. Boom. Tommy Boom. DeVito, straight from his mother's basement. He is still living in his mother's basement. He is. He is. His mom still makes his game. bed. Hey, look, if your mom can make your bed and you can go and throw three touchdowns in an NFL game, I fa- I'd say that's a pretty good idea, a pretty well, good day. Probably because he's living in New York and that gets him like a one-bedroom apartment at 44 grand yeah. a week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, which and, and I'll say this too, and then we'll talk about the Jets situation. But uh, Devito throws the three touchdowns after he got sacked five times in the first quarter. Yeah. The Commanders sacked this man nine times and still lost. Yep. Did That's you pretty know bad. that the Commanders? Did you know that the Commanders? It's been thirty-two years since they have won eleven games in a season. I did not know that. That is not surprising. Thirty-two years. Yeah, that's like Commanders. As long as I've been alive. Washington football team. Redskin fans are dreaming of the days. Oh, did you had. hear? Did you hear Terry Bradshaw say Washington Redskins in the middle of the, his? Uh, no, halftime? I didn't. But that does He's not surprise there. me. Look, look. He's I'll say this. Goes, Terry yeah, Bradshaw, the Washington Redskins. 
Carrie Bradshaw anyway. is an amazing human being, but man, he needs to not be on TV anymore. Just like he Lee Corso the, doesn't loses. need to be on College Game Day anymore. Neither one of those men need to be in front of a camera. You can see him dropping the marbles. Like, there they go. They're rolling away. <laughs> oh, yes. This is like, they're rolling away. Okay, so Jets, Zach Wilson's getting benched. You mentioned Tim Boyle already. They've already named him Tim the starter. Boyle. Can't be, I mean, he actually started, they actually had somewhat of an offense towards the end of that game against the Bills. It was, you know, way too little, way too late. I don't think it probably helps him any. No, it doesn't. I mean, I think the Zach Wilson experiment needs to be over. It needed to be over last year, and we said yes. it last year, but it really yes. needs to be over. I, I appreciate last year too. Yeah, I appreciate a team's and a coaching staff's loyalty to their players, but you knew what you had after last year. And shame on well, you for fair, not no. having a, at least a backup plan to 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 you know Zach Wilson. Yeah, obviously Aaron well, Rodgers is plan Rogers. B or plan A. Rodgers was supposed to be the guy. I know he's your plan A, and if and if Zach Wilson's your plan B, that's fine. But you got to have a plan C that's you know apt. Uh, you know the Vikings, they went out and got Josh Dobbs. He was available. I mean Joe Flacco, obviously they're familiar hey, with him. He's what? apparently available. James okay, Winston was what? available at the, the, the trade deadline. Why didn't you go out and find somebody when you knew Rodgers was going to be back until at least December and you had a chance? You had a chance. Now your chance is probably gone, Jets. You want to know what I want to know? Whatever happened to Dalvin Cook? He's still this there. This guy was like a perennial thousand-yard rusher, and they've already got Brees Hall. You're, Brees Hall is amazing. How do you not have the most potent? No, I'll tell you why you don't have the most potent run attack. It's because your offensive line sucks. That yeah, was my and criticism. They lost when another they, when offensive they got, lineman yesterday. That was my criticism when Rodgers went to the Jets. I said he's never going to last because he needs time to throw the ball, and they're just not going to have any time to throw the ball. That has not changed. The second Rodgers comes back, if he comes back this year, he's going to get hurt again because he's going to be asked to scramble. He's going to snap that same Achilles. He better not come back. They're not going to be in contention. If they are, it'll be by a miracle. Uh, and if he comes back, he's just, he's asking for trouble. I'm just telling you right now. Now to bring us to the two-minute warning. Ah, the two-minute warning. Good thing there aren't a lot of brains in there taking up room. All right, two-minute warning. Matt, got a quick keep trade cut for you. And so I am going trade to, cut. I've got some football questions, and then I've got some Thanksgiving questions because it's, Tricky week. So keep trade cut. We're going to start with some either rookie or rookie adjacent quarterbacks. You tell me, keep trade cut. CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, and Jordan Love. Keep trade cut. Well, I got to cut Jordan Love. <laughs> I've got to keep Brock Purdy, and I'm going to trade CJ Stroud. The only reason okay. I right. say it in that order, I think that of those three, Brock Purdy has the least natural talent but he's in the right system to be an incredible quarterback. Agreed. I Agreed. Think it it's amazing. Stroud, it's amazing what good NFL coaching will do for a young quarterback. I digress. Then, I think CJ Stroud has the most talent and then Jordan Love and then Brock Purdy. But I I've seen CJ Stroud do a lot without being given much. You know, so I got to trade him and just Brock Purdy is completely balling out oh. with the system he's in. And maybe it's a product of the players he's got on the field too. But I mean, I gotta keep. I gotta keep All right. 
Uh, number two wide receivers, keep trade cut. Devontae Smith, Jaden Waddle, Jalen Waddle, excuse me, and Puka Nakua. I'm going to uh, cut Puka Nakua because he is, I think, purely a product of – see, I'm, I'm going the opposite of what I did with there. And now I am going for just natural talent because I can put you then uh, in the system that I've got. And I think Puka Nakua may have the least natural talent out of those three. I am going to keep Jalen Waddle, and I am going to trade Devontae Smith. Okay. Uh, all around running backs, Saquon, CMC, and Jameer Gibbs. Keep trade cut. I'm going to cut Jameer Gibbs because he hasn't shown me enough. Reality is he's only been good for about two to three weeks now. I am going to... Oh, gosh. It was CMC. What was the other one? Saquon. Oh. Oh, boy. Man, they both gotten injured, though, because I want to trade CMC because he's so injury-prone. Barkley has also gotten hurt. So I guess I'm going to have to keep CMC and trade uh, Saquon Barkley. Okay. I want All to right. keep Saquon, but he has also gotten hurt. Well, at least yeah. once. A couple times. But you went, man, when, when CMC is healthy, he's just so freaking good. Yep. I'm keeping okay. a lot of 49ers in case you haven't said. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Bottom three teams in the NFL standings right now. However you oh, wanted boy. to find this. Keep trade cut. Patriots, Cardinals, Panthers. I got to cut the Panthers because there's just, number one, they have the worst uniforms in the NFL. So let's just start there. So we're going to go ahead and cut them. Uh, I am absolutely going to trade the Patriots because – the only thing going for that team is Bill Belichick. And the only thing going for Bill Belichick is that he had Tom Brady and won a bunch of Super Bowls. So I definitely got to trade him away. And then I guess I'm going to keep the the Cardinals because they have some hope. Keeping the Cardinals. I, I would probably go with that too. I think there's, I think there's a future with the Cardinals, right? Yeah. All right. I don't see a clear path to a future with the other two teams. No, uh, you and the Cardinals I, say there'll be I, something I someday. The other two teams, like dude, I don't know where you guys are going, but it's not up. I would agree with you. All right, uh, the other three teams in the NFC North: Bears, Lions, Vikings. Keep trade cut. Bears, Lions. Oh, that's easy. Bears, Lions, Vikings. I absolutely yeah. uh, cut the Bears. I absolutely trade the Vikings. And I absolutely keep the Lions. That one's easy. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Right, now, keep trade cut the other three other three teams in the AFC North. Keep trade cut. Keep trade cut. Uh, cut the Browns. That's easy. Uh, what? Why? <laughs> keep keep the Ravens. Uh, just because I have most respect for them, and trade the Bengals. Actually, that was pretty easy too. That's delusional. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Thanksgiving edition. All right. Let's get a couple Thanksgiving questions. All right. Main course, and this one's just for you. Keep trade cut. Turkey, ham, and for you, steak. Oh, but the, well, we're gonna keep the we're gonna keep the steak. We're gonna trade the ham and cut the turkey. Okay, literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
Main side courses, keep dread cut, mashed taters, dressing or stuffing, whatever you want to call it, and mac okay, and cheese. No, no. Can I pause you right there? In what world is that called dressing? Dressing is like Thousand Island. You put it on your salad. Stuffing is what goes with the turkey or in the turkey. What, okay. who, that's why they it's in the name. Stuffing. You put it inside the turkey, or you can have it on the side too if you want. Dressing is what you put on your dang salad. So let's get that terminology straight. All right, dressing. Not calling out or the tur- entire salad. We, we, we're going dressing or stuffing. Which one? Am I keeping it? Well, I'm going to cut dressing and I'm going to keep stuffing. <laughs> What's right, the other call one? Call stuffing then. The dish. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> stuffing. What's my other two? Mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. Oh, well, absolutely. I guess either way, uh, stuffing and or dressing both get cut. Uh, I am going to... Oh, those delicious carbs. I gotta make. I can't make a call between those two. Gotta keep them both. I guess I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep mashed potatoes out of tradition and trade mac and cheese. But also, my heart wants to keep mac and cheese and trade. uh, Yeah, that's a tough tradition. All right. Dessert. This is a pie edition. Keep trade cut. Pumpkin apple or pecan. Okay. Well, we're gonna cut pecan. That one was easy. We're gonna keep. Pumpkin and trade apple. Okay. All right. And then last one, your accoutrements. Keep trade cut. Gravy, dinner rolls, and cranberry sauce. Do I get the good canned cranberry sauce? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, with a side of candy corn. (laughs) I've got it. Okay. So dinner rolls, cranberry sauce, and what was the other one? Gravy? Gravy. I've got to keep the dinner rolls. i got to trade the gravy and cut the cranberry sauce. Man, I, I'd be keeping gravy. Gravy's so underrated. I know, but I can just slob a ton of butter on top of my mashed potatoes. Any carb source is merely, is merely a carrier for butter. That is its only job. Rice, noodles, mashed potatoes, dinner rolls, you name it. Their only job in life is to carry butter so I can eat butter. Man, man what a purpose in life. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fourth and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast. To be honest, are you cooking steak on Thursday? Go grocery shop for tomorrow. Nice. Dude, when I texted you, it's because I totally forgot that I even had to record this show today. Because I'm off all week. Dude, I'm off all week. And so, like, today was, like, another Saturday. And so I'm sitting there going, what should I do tonight? And then, then I uh, I was looking on Instagram at something on the NFL. And I went, oh, I did the show. And then... <laughs>